0: Overkill, profusion, excess, surplus, too much, abundance. When it comes to the body of Christ, God is just a big show off, heaping spiritual gifts on his people in an embarrassment of riches.
1: I'm Laura Pace. And I'm Jessica Denny. You're listening to Embarrassment of Riches where we explore the wisdom, passion, power, and grace that God has showered on the women of Dallas Bible.
0: Good evening, and welcome to Embarrassment of Riches. I'm sorry, I'm tickled about what you just said. (laughs) What did I just say? The meme that you just said. I, I just told Laura prior to the start of this podcast that, um, I don't want to get involved in your drama. I just want to know 107% Mm -hmm. of what's happening. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That got me, that got me tickled right before. Did it feel true? It feels unfortunately true for both of us. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I get to satisfy, I get to scratch that itch in my daily job so do I I, I mean that's I, I
0: get to hear a lot of things that are interesting also we get to scratch that itch with this podcast we, we sure get to, do. we
1: get to you all get to scratch that th- itch it you along do with you us. get to
0: know people <laughs> you get like a private conversation mm-hmm. that it like is aired publicly and you yeah. get you get to know people without having to know people until you meet them and, and you go can also
1: you can also do that on August 19th look at that time yeah look
0: look you're so good this I'm, is like maybe not that good. this is like maybe like our a-plus game, pre-podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, on August 19th, what's happening? We're having the Women's Brunch. And, spoiler, our guest tonight has been a member of the panel from a previous Women's Brunch. So you, you guys can wait, wait with bated breath on who that is. Um, but August 19th, 10 to 12, we're having the Women's Brunch again. It is going to be a panel if you're, a,
0: yes. if you're a longtime listener, there were only three members on the panel. One of those episodes has already aired, and one of them aired in season one. Mm-hmm. So now all three of those people have been on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's the process of elimination. There's only one person, and you know who it is? Who is it? It's Jen Frazier! Uh, I'm so excited that you're here.
1: Hi! And I will tell you, I got to vet you last year to okay. be on the women's panel, and in the first... Two to three minutes I spoke with you. Oh, we were best friends. I like, was like, she's quit. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. And she will be on our podcast someday. And Yay. she's a definite yes for the panel. There was no real vetting involved. I just.
0: Yes. Sometimes we just, we
1: just need to, we just need to
0: know.
2: Yeah. And yeah. I knew. And I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, we're well. So, some people, if you were at the brunch last year, and um, P.S. you need to uh, register and get your tickets because they will sell out. Yes. They will.
1: You guys have seen the parking lot and carpool on Sundays. and carpool. Yes, so together. Yeah. We are a a a growing church. There are 200 tickets, Boy. but I believe that we will sell out, and they are on sale now. Yes, ten dollars. That's right. Okay. Um, and Jen Frazier
0: is gonna. Are are, are, are you going to be a table host?
2: I no. I didn't know this was a thing.
0: Oh, I but didn't. I haven't asked you yet. I'm no. asking you now. Do you want to
1: be a Slow table host? <laughs>
0: I'll talk she, to you about we it went later.
1: Straight to the end. Don't Skip worry about middle. answering into a microphone. <laughs> decide now. Yeah, now, decide watching. now. I like
0: to put people on the spot. Right. That's you, what I sure, do. Sure,
1: you forgot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Maybe convenient. maybe if I ask you on the microphone, <laughs> yeah. and then when you're not, hey, people are like. Why Shame think... is a great motivator. That's right. <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's 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 another one of my mantras. Yeah, whatever, whatever it takes. It takes. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you give us a little background on who you are, where you grew up, how'd you become a Christian? Oh my gosh, you know, that's
2: a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, that's, a lo- okay. that's a quick. It doesn't have to be. So I... Um... I grew up here in Dallas. I met my husband down the street at JJ Pierce High School. Oh, wow. And we've been together for a really long time um, because we are not um, as young (laughs) as we look. Right? (laughs) And um, we have two kids. One is entering her senior year at Pierce. That's Um, crazy. I will cry right now if you want me to. I don't even have to try. I feel like I will cry on my friend's behalf. It is the saddest thing ever yeah um and then especially when you like your kid oh my gosh i love them both i just even when they're acting nasty and terrible Mm -hmm. i just adore just being a mom anyway and my son is um gonna be a seventh grader at park hill um we were gone for a long time my husband and i left dallas like the year we graduated and he was in iraq in the war and like he was off being army man and i was working um in San in San Diego and then in Birmingham, Alabama for a long time. And then um after having Campbell we decided we wanted to have another one, but it was just too hard with knowing no one and all the travel. I was doing probably three weeks out of every month traveling. And so we moved here and we've been here since. And we tried to move elsewhere in Dallas because we were like, we're not going back to where we came from. That's so stupid. But so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, it's so stupid to go back to where and everybody And now we, like, couldn't get away from it because it's just the schools and, you know, it's just, yeah it was like a magnet.
0: Sometimes, like, around this time of year, Kyle and I will look at each other and say, why do we live here? Why do we live in this hellhole? And and then it's like, oh, it's
2: because of the people. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) The people that join us in hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: (laughs) There's comfort but, in your pain.
0: That's right, right. No, but seriously, yeah. I mean, it is miserable here in the summer. But like the people here, it's great. It's, it's 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 great to live.
2: You go elsewhere and you realize that you know. And again, the schools are really um, hard to beat. Like when you go elsewhere, we were paying for like you know tutoring and this and that. And we were like, what are we doing? We should just so. Here we are back to yes. where we literally live on the street where
1: my one of my best two best friends in high school lives. Lived. I will see your two best friends in high school and I will raise you. I live in the house I grew up in. You stop it. Yeah. Okay. That's because you know what? You is, win. I do win in the category of losing. Um weird. Yeah. I've never been anywhere
0: in public with Laura that she hasn't run into someone that she's known from childhood.
2: That's uh, my son's teacher last year.
0: I sort of graduated say, with us. I sort of say Laura always behaves well in public because um,
1: she's going to see someone that she knows for sure. I don't go to Target in my pajamas. <laughs> I'm going to see, but it is—it really is a great community and great schools. It is, although sometimes—and I did s- also have to deal with the the um, my concern that it made me a loser to move back. Yeah, coming back, it
2: feels like you're taking steps backwards instead of you know, moving forwards, but that's not necessarily the way to look at it. No. So, so So. you were, you, what was childhood like for you? Uh single mom, my birth father, and I do call him my birth father. Um, he left, he was abusive and he left when I was three. Hmm. And so then I was raised here in Dallas. Um, my mom and I would kind of float houses and float apartments to just, you know, wherever we could go. And, um, my grandfather, was my disciplinarian, so we would have to drive to get a spanking. Stop it. I swear to goodness. I swear to goodness. And my grandmother was the one who really taught me about manners, and she graduated from Hockaday when Hockaday was still like a junior college, and I went to Hockaday when I was little until they made fun of me too much for not having a dad.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) So,
2: But then my parents um, got married two weeks after I graduated from Pierce, and unfortunately he um, lost – um, to cancer three weeks after I was diagnosed Mm. back in 2016. But so whenever I talk about my dad, that's was my stepdad. Mm -hmm. Technically he adopted me when I was 31. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. My birth father is alive. We just, um, he's not a part of my life. It never has been since, um, he made efforts here and there. Um, I would, when I say efforts, he would make very minimal efforts like a phone call here, a birthday card. Sort of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it, yeah, it wasn't meant to be. I mean, God gave me my stepdad that was my dad, period. I just didn't get him long enough. but was you know, it
1: hard for you when um, he came in when your stepdad oh, came into your terrible life?
2: because my mom had and I don't want this to sound bad she was really young when she had me, and so I grew up with sort of a revolving door of gentleman callers mm. and um not exactly the I would again, my grandparents were my. Um, my steady. They were mm. my disciplinarians. They were my, you know, dinner at five. They were my normal. My mom was the fun one. So, you know, she had friends all the time, staying with us all the time in and out. And, um, any sort of like the real parenting that you would think that came from my grandparents. Um, it was very, very hard. And I did not care for my stepdad for a long time because I had been through so many. I mean, mm-hmm. y'all, one time my mother dated a man and he got arrested in the front yard. Mm. I mean, just crazy business. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't trust him. And then I left for college, like right after they got married. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So Because the... the timeline, you know, was graduate high school. They get married two weeks later. And then I'm like, I'm out. Y'all have fun. I was thrilled that she was getting married because I wasn't leaving her alone. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't um, part of my world. Mm-hmm. I was off. Mm-hmm. So he didn't really become such a insanely huge figure in my life until I had Campbell my daughter and then I just didn't get him long enough Mm
1: -hmm.
2: which happens
1: what role did faith play in your life growing up
2: you know um we went to church and I was you know we went to the methodist church um that's you know still here over you know in park cities and um I was confirmed and I sang in the choir and I did all the things that I was supposed to do right um, I was really involved in Young Life. I'm still friends with my Young Life leaders, which mm. Dave Goss and Tom Young. I'm oh, still wow. friends with them. They were the ones that, like, we'd go on trips with. And um, I think that I've always been a believer, but I That's don't... like OG
1: Young Life. Tom Young. Oh, yeah. we like...
2: would go to his house upstairs, and uh-huh. he and Sharon would teach us. Yeah, and same with Dave Goss. Yeah, like, from the beginning. That's and um, I think that, so I was raised in a Christian home. I don't. It's hard to to explain it because I don't think that I understood what being a believer was until I got sick. If that makes sense, Hmm. I think it was something that I was um, sort of lazy about. I took it it for granted. It felt a little more cultural. Yeah, you just just you said the blessing and you said the whatever you know. You said now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord before bed. Mm -hmm. You didn't really talk to God. I don't think because I hadn't had. I had, I had a crazy unsteady childhood with a lot of uncertainty and some danger at times. Sure. Um, I didn't grow up in a nice neighborhood when we weren't living with my grandparents and all these things, but somehow still that was what I knew. And, and
0: maybe I, and again, this is my, I sort of know Jen Frazier. I know her enough to mistake Carrie Holsey for her. Did you, did Uh, I tell you?
2: Yeah, you Did, did that with me. I did it to you too? No, you told me that. Oh, that, that you I thought I was, that I, yeah, the same.
0: Yes, I, I actually was ca- talking outgoing to- cute <laughs>
1: Outgoing cute blondes.
0: Gl- outgoing cute blondes. I was sitting at the table with Carrie Holsey at like a women's brunch, or, or women's retreat meeting, and I was like, t- just talking, talking to her like she was you, and um, she's not correcting me, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, <laughs> someone calls her Carrie, and I was like- <laughs>
2: Where am I and who are you? <laughs> And I
0: was like, oh, that isn't Jen Frazier. No. <laughs> That's not Jen Frazier. Um, Anyway, all that to say, I, do, I, I know your personality enough to say this that might or might not be true. So if it feels true to you, as Annie would say, um, uh, that you, you have a spunkiness mm. and a resiliency mm-hmm. and a... Independent streak, absolutely. That mm-hmm. perhaps in childhood, like, was a gift to you from God, but might have might have tricked you into not realizing how dependent you were on Him until you had absolutely. a huge mm. crisis. I think
2: that's so well put, um, and you did it way better than I did, so thank you. But because mm-hmm. um, I'm also an only child, mm-hmm. and I was raised with just this one side of the family, so I didn't have any cousins. Mm-hmm. So literally the only uh-huh. the only like child the only person uh-huh. that was not two uncles grandparents mom me uh. period so um, you know i did what what you i didn't know any different i didn't know any different but these weird circumstances and all these things and so that's it was normal to me and then i got sick and i was truly rocked in a way that i hadn't mm. been and i you know started praying real prayers really talking to God, the things that I never knew you needed to do because it was sort of a routine until then, if that makes sense. Well, yeah. and to
1: Jess's point, like, I I do think that's such a good conceptualization that you hadn't had to rely. No. I mean, I think you'd relied on yourself a lot. Even Absolutely. Though no. Loved I mean, you, your grandparents No, I was alone, though, no, a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. I was
2: alone a lot because, again, she was really young. So I was alone a lot and I, yeah, there's a Def, I'm still very independent. Uh-huh. There's no such thing to me. Like people say they're bored. I'm like, I don't understand. You can get a book. Uh-huh. I don't need, you know, um, I don't need all the you entertainment. You. And the, I, I'm very content. Uh-huh. Like I'd be great on an island, <laughs> remote <laughs> island. I'd be really good. I'd miss my family okay. and I'd want them, but otherwise, I'd be great. And so I didn't, I didn't have a need. So, so I'm not saying I'm not. I wasn't a Christian, but I wasn't a practicing a person of practicing faith, I don't sure. think.
0: Well, and I, I mean, and yeah, I think there can sometimes, I, 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 think there's critical moments in our lives that happen that the, the, that faith doesn't, it's not, it's no longer theoretical. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, it's, it is it's where like, the rubber meets the road. Yes. <laughs> and Oops.
1: Sorry about that. My glasses,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like, but, but where, uh, um, you know, I've, I've said that on the podcast many times cause I didn't become a Christian until I was 19. I, I grew up kind of believing the Jesus story, but like understanding grace, no, n- no concept of mm-hmm. that whatsoever till I was 19. Mm-hmm. Um, but that when I became a Christian, I literally felt saved. I literally felt saved. You it doesn't. It doesn't just seem like Jesus talked to me. It doesn't seem like Bible talked to me. I will tell you, I was saved. Mm-hmm. Um, I was rescued. I don't think everybody like. I I don't think that's everybody's conversion story, right? Like some people are blessed to 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 not have that story, right? Absolutely. And um, but there's also something really powerful and beautiful. Like I in that, like I, sometimes I like, I hope my kids get rocked to the place where they, they know how much they need the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like I know how much I right. need the Lord, but I, I hope that they just get to feel that and not have to like, go not through have, the heart not, stuff. not mm-hmm. have to actually live that. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah.
2: Cause I, I mean, but I, it,
0: but I think sometimes we've, we, we've, 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 uh, ripped this off of Brene Brown before, um, right. Uh, nobody, nobody rides the train for free. Mm
2: -hmm. No, you do not.
0: And so, yeah, I mean, we, you just don't make it through life without getting kicked in
2: the teeth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes I think people are used to getting kicked in the teeth. So you accept it and it's just your norm. But Mm. I think it's different um, when, you know, as sick as I got and not like just, and I don't mean to minimalize certain illnesses and certain things but like mine was you know you might not make it through this one you sure. know
0: and and, and i th- <clears throat> i'm not sure if you mentioned it on here and just in, in case you didn't don't know carrie's story weren't nope, at the brunch not last carrie. year i'm jen i'm sorry it's cool <laughs> thank, thank you call me carrie oh my gosh
2: she's awesome so. Do, have you met
0: carrie you would love her no okay. not met her <laughs> she's great she's like you she's yes. hey, a carrie, fantastic hey, great carrie, call, me. call me okay. carrie call, carrie Call Carrie, Jen call me. Frazier. I mean, you remember yeah. when I called you Jen yeah. and just kept <laughs> talking to you like you were Jen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm t- apparently doing it right now, uh, but the ver- the reverse of it. Anyways, um, brain, brain, brain. If, if you don't know Jen's story, well, if, actually, yes. tell you. Tell I can us. tell you yes. my story. Yeah, right. So, how about that? What yeah. if we you didn't know, tell it? For yeah, you? yeah.
1: If you weren't this, at the at this the...
2: time years ago, um, in 2016, hmm. we were on summer vacation at the beach. Oh
1: man, I didn't realize it was that long ago. Mm-hmm. 2016.
2: Wow. So I'm, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, We were at the beach and I got a rash on my breast and I thought it was sand in my bathing suit and got home and it was getting worse. Then it started itching. Then it started hurting. Called the doctor. They said it's nothing. Called a friend. Well, you know, like you phone a friend on the show. You, yeah, I phone a friend. I mean, which is A, B, like, or C. Is it yeah, sand? Right? Do you I'm, think
1: sand could be yeah, getting worse is, now that I'm back, back
2: in am I, am I dying or is it leftover? Okay, the wait. Beach? So in
1: those moments, was cancer in on your radar? No. Was it, okay.
2: No. Um, in the beginning. it's more than. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gangrene. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> in the beginning, I was just like, this is so weird. And then when it started hurting, honestly, I thought, people always say cancer doesn't hurt. So it's not that. Mm-hmm. But then I called a friend and I was like, okay, listen, so we're getting at that weird age. I think I was 41. So I was like, it's hormones, right? And she's like, well, not my hormones. It's never happened to me. Hmm. I'm like, okay, well, what in the Sam Hill? So I call a doctor, the doctor, fine. Call again and go out there and demand that you know they see it and whatever. And he's like, it's nothing. And I'm like, it's something.
1: Hmm. It
2: do- I just know. And I told him, I said, I have inflammatory breast cancer. And he said, no, you don't. It's 2% of breast cancer patients. Mm-hmm. It is insanely rare.
0: Had you doctor
2: Googled it already? I did. And you know what? Mm-hmm. People tell you not to do it. It'll scare the snot out of you, but sometimes it saves your life. Because right. it saved mine. Mm-hmm. There's no question. Um, I demanded tests, demanded all that. He called me, you know, two days later, told me it was that. And eight oh days later, I started chemo. And I was at stage 3C, which four is, um, you know, incurable. So it's crazy rare like it's I think it's getting more notoriety now that it's it's been a, it was on Um, t- it's been on you know uh, Grey's Anatomy now mm-hmm. as one of the mystery cases and that um, show was it Firefly Lane mm-hmm. or something that book and show that's what she had and so mm-hmm. it's getting more attention but it was like it was unheard of and so I went from like on vacation get kids started to bald and Really, really, really sick within a month, just I mean, three weeks, really. Oh my gosh. And I wasn't given a lot of hope, and it's still not given a lot of hope. Mine, it's get, again getting better, but
0: at, at, when it's diagnosed, you're, you're at diagnosis right now. You're because you're at, are you at f-
2: no, I'm past five years, you're so uh huh, 26, 16. September of 2016 is when I was diagnosed, so I'm albeit will be at seven years, and um. September, um, so I mean I'm kind of I don't know what I am I I'm walking miracle honestly I did not think that I would be here I don't think many people thought I would be here um, including my family um, but I am and I will say that it was the worst thing that happened to me and while I never want to do it again it was the best thing mm. because it did bring me in on what we were talking about and that is that faith. I was no longer just doing it on this slow, you know, repeat pattern. I and and it, you know, A, I got to really use it and put it to practice. But also I think the funny thing is that you mentioned earlier something about like you're one of those people that could always be alone, right? Like me being, you know, because I'm independent oh. and I'm happy with being independent. Well, now I really don't feel like I'm ever alone. Mm-hmm. And I always did before, even though I was a believer. There's something about the, the way I practice my faith now and the way I rely on God, I'm never alone. And I think it's because it got me, you know, I was afraid of needles. Mm-hmm. I have needles all the time. All the time. Um, all the MRI machines and all the things. I'm claustrophobic. And so you have to get through them though Sure. And I get through them because I'm like, all right, let's do this, buddy. And mm-hmm. God, and I go through the yeah. machine.
0: I hey, might bud, have said some things, this. but I don't think I said I like being alone. No, that she, no, no, that no, she, oh, me, 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 me. Okay, me. Oh, not I was you, like, I not was you, like, mm, not you. I don't, not think, no. me. And if yeah. you, th- if I think I don't know you that well, you really don't no, know no, no. me that well. If you me. think I'm okay
1: being alone, because I'm not.
2: No, and I am. Yes, I am. And it's
1: interesting to look at your background that you were an independent person that you were an independent thinker that you you could you could do things yourself oh fine which can be hard when it comes to reliance on the lord but also i think that's probably what kept you fighting for that diagnosis that you were like oh
2: i know i know for i and i said that to him he actually said to me the doctor said i was cancer obsessed because Mm. i was taking care of my dad and had been for those two years prior and i said you can call me whatever you want I have this disease, I have it, and I was that confident about it, um, which again I still say saved my life. Now most people wouldn't do that because I was probably abrasive, <laughs> maybe um, not just assertive but aggressive, mm. because I was so adamant on it wasn't it wasn't a question to me, but it's changed everything about the way I do things. Where did
1: you feel that the shift come in to your faith, to your relationship with, with Um, God and how that changed? I just
2: knew I wouldn't get through it alone. I couldn't. So there was enough of a
1: foundation there to know there's more. Yeah, there was, but I
2: mean, I had been rocked. I mean, my husband was, you know, in a war Mm -hmm. and we were alone. Like I was living in Alabama and he was in Iraq right after 9-11 and we didn't talk It wasn't like now. I mean, he was like, you know, sleeping on Humvees and things. So we had been, I'd been rocked before. I had been alone, alone. And I had never had it to where at this point I was like, you're going to probably die. How are Mm. you going to do it? How, how are you going to get through all these things to give it your best chance at making it through? right? Mm. Like you're facing so many surgeries and so much chemotherapy and so much radiation and so much sickness and so many needles, all these Mm -hmm. things that we all fear and dread. And I just basically the day I was diagnosed, I kind of had this little sit down with myself and was like, you got to choose how you're going to do this right now. And I just decided I was going to do it the best I could with a smile. And I was going to help as many people as I could. And with God in tow. And with God in tow. Well, I mean, that's Mm -hmm. how I did it. You know, I mean, I couldn't, there's just no way. Because some of the stuff that I think sick people and cancer people go through, it's just brutal.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: It's, you know, and it's like every sense comes at, like, you know, your senses are overloaded. Everything smells, and it hurts, and it's cold, or it's hot, and it's all these things And you're talking about,
1: you're talking about with your cancer, body parts that Um, feel
2: amputated.
1: Yes, that yeah. and, and that feel part of like defining your womanhood and oh, sexuality gone. and like
2: overnight, I had no organ. No, I mean, I had to have hysterectomy also, so that was all gone. And I mean, everything. So your identity better be rooted in something, something else. Well, and the mm-hmm. I,
0: I think the 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 long haul marathon of mm-hmm. of cancer. I I had. I had half of my thyroid out <laughs> in April and that week nearly did me in. Right. And, and, and I mean, in, in all, like, I mean, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. Like when you compare that, but it's like just, Mm-mm. well, I'm just saying I like, I was just miserable because I had a drain coming out of my throat. Yeah. Right? I had Right. Yeah, you, I, way. how many drains did you have? But yeah. like, there was just something that in one week I felt like just so, Tired of being down. Yeah, Tired it's terrible, like, right? It, right. It just feels so terrible. Mm-hmm. And then to think, like, when and now and I in that moment knew next week this will be gone. Sure. Mm-hmm. And like my life will feel a little bit more normal. Um, I can't even wrap my brain around what it is to like. This is this might be the rest of my life. The fight might be the rest of my life. The the Um, the weariness might be, like,
1: you know... Yeah, and it is
2: the rest of my life. Like, I'm not the same. I'll never be the same. Um, I have the bones of a 90-year-old. I'm, you know, Mm. I take medicine every day. I still get shots. I still have my port. I still have all these things. But this is my new normal, and I'd rather it this way than the way it was before. Um, Hmm. It's weird. I'm happier now. Mm -hmm. Um, I think my family is strangely happier because we... I just... You know, I was a, you get in this weird habit of complaining all the time. And I was a big complainer. I was a, you know, um, just Debbie Downer in general. Mm. And I think that I'm happier and I don't, I see things much with a much better, um, light than I did then. Why do you think that is? Um, it's, I mean, I call it the cancer perspective Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it just gives you this perspective of life that like. Okay, so our house is breaking, the car broke, I don't feel good, but I'm alive. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, I'm constantly, you know, like, Mm -hmm. even when we're all sick at home and everything's just kind of falling apart, I'm like, but we're alive, but Mm -hmm. we're alive. Like, it's kind of like the joke that we kind of throw at each other, because...
0: But does it feel true when you say it? Oh, absolutely feels right. true. It's, it's, it's just it's,
2: become our shtick that we kind of It's, it's, you it's know. a way of saying it's a way of practicing gratitude. Absolute gratitude and absolute appreciation for even the crappiest mm. of crap.
1: Mm-hmm. When things
2: suck at their most, I am still so appreciative because I will tell you it can always be worse. Mm-hmm. Even when you think you are at the bottom, 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 worse, there is someone out there, even if it's just one person, who has it worse. And if you think about that even further, Jesus, Uh. Mm -hmm. all the suffering and all the pain Mm. and the ridicule and the humiliation and the embarrassment and still, gave and gave and gave and gave and gave and took and took all these things and so if we can all just do a little bit more of that you know now this is not to say that i don't complain a lot i do it's well there's I'm, still you know, real life yeah there's life and it's still too hot in my house, even when the air conditioning is blowing you're not a, robot.
0: You're, you're not a <laughs>
2: no. robot jen right no mm-hmm. i'm not yet i'm trying i might be later but no i mean and a I'm robot just...
1: name can be carrie
2: carrie yeah. <laughs> here we go yeah <laughs> It's oh it's, to be me. <laughs> what well, to be Carrie? Yeah.
0: Well, Carrie's great. So, so are but, you, yeah, Jen? Thanks. But no, it's it's hard to live in this body where you just do dumb stuff all the time. my right. body too. Well,
1: I was that's thinking, right. how did you navigate this? Because I think part of I'm looking at I'm looking at Jess now. Um, I think part of your your struggle after you had your procedure. a struggle. It I, was a struggle.
0: I'm going to write a book about
2: the week after
0: I <laughs> hey, had my
1: thyroid out. <laughs> a cold can be a struggle for some people. You have to give every,
2: everybody deserves, everybody that, Well, deserves I just, in,
0: in fairness, just to bring it up one more time, it was the week of my surgery that I got that email from Molly Dykstra. Your email could not have come at a worse time. I had just had my thyroid out. I still had a drain in my throat, so... <laughs> okay i can i digress anyway you're you're thinking about my journey my journey my thyroid journey Go on. and p.s i still have a fully i have half a thyroid it's fully functional y'all don't need to feel sorry for me but i mean i know laura knows the uns the unsung story of jessica denny the the survival i'm a survivor okay um
1: oh i feel like i have church giggles um No, I was just thinking as a wife and mom, I think part of the hard part of that week
2: <laughs> of your life, the struggle of your life, <laughs>
1: those seven rough
0: days, those days, those seven days I didn't know I was going to make it through. It was touch and go.
1: <laughs> was feeling out of the mix. Oh my gosh. What do you. Was feeling out of the mix of, as a mom, as a wife, oh. As, oh. as like thinking, I think there was some contention. Between you and Kyle, because it was just hard for the mom to not be. Oh, i missed, doing the. I think two years, years basically. Yes. I would yeah. say
2: about two years. I had. Um,
0: well, and yeah. there was also. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna digress this part. <laughs> this was hard. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna tell one story. Kyle Denny is a great man. Ninety fifth percentile of husbands. He is, is a good man. He is not good with medical things, uh. and um Mm I I told you this we 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 were at we were we were at odds because (laughs) Hank couldn't even be in the same room with me with the drain coming out of my throat Kyle I was trying to like I had to quote unquote milk this drain so it didn't get clogged oh I know yeah and so but it's coming out of your throat and it's real disgusting and and it's got blood in it and you're like you're so you're like it's And you're trying not to tug on it and then you tug on it and there's a stitch in and it's kind of coming out. And you're like, the medical part of me says, don't push it back in because you're going to get staff. Yeah. You know, but it's also like kind of seems like it's falling out and like it's important. And anyway, I'm in there trying. I'm about to pass out because, you know, I had surgery that day. And I'm trying to milk this thing. I'm trying to not ask Kyle. I do for, care for help. the verb milking. But, yeah, I know. Well, we've talked about milking things a lot this this season on the podcast.
2: You could just say you're squeezing it. Squeezing out. it, but yeah. yes,
0: okay. But I was. I, I'm. I, it's okay. like I'm working on a teat right now. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. but anyways, I'm doing that. I am feeling faint because I had surgery that day, so you know I had lost some blood and you know whatnot. Um, and Kyle, I'm in our, 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 I'm in our bathroom and Kyle's in the bedroom, hyperventilating, <laughs> like hyper, he's not, he doesn't even see me. And at one point I said something to the effect of like, um, it would probably, or I, I said, I, I said something like, it would probably help me if I didn't have to hear you <laughs> suffering in the other room. And he goes, I'm not suffering. And I, I and I was like, I know I am. I am. I'm like, <laughs> Having Inflammatory a problem. breast
1: cancer so might have back, not. Yeah, gotten I'm well. just saying.
0: <laughs> hmm. So, Laura, Laura likes to, Laura, Laura. Thank you for validating my journey. But yeah, I think maybe yes, that was probably harder.
2: I don't know for sure. <laughs> my, I no. think you've had it hardest.
0: Okay. I mean, I think it's Next we're just to like, that. Next to that. <laughs> if we have that, to talk about this,
1: yes, how sure. do your two years I mean, I compare guess. to her seven I, to days? To my seven days. But I
2: guess. Yeah. But really, how
1: <laughs> did you. Oh, I would say, <laughs> but yeah. But really. But really, let's, yeah. yeah. I
2: would say about two. I mean, I've been, I'm still in treatment on and off, you know. So that's seven years. But mm-hmm. two years, oh I God. would say I kind of stepped out of the scene. Mm. Like, Somebody else was picking up the kids. I didn't feed them. I didn't get the... They would come home from school and have to change clothes in the garage to then put on regular clothes and shower and then put on clothes. Like, I couldn't have germs. I couldn't do anything. Um, I didn't get the kids at all. Like, I didn't do anything. I didn't go anywhere. I was in my room, in bed, or on the floor in the bathroom or in treatment. Pretty much that's it. Now, some people have it a lot better. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, some people go through the same treatment as as I did and they don't get as sick. It just Mm -hmm. depends if you're... You know, it's like some people go through pregnancy and don't get sick uh-huh. and some people go through and you know, puke all day, every day. It just depends. So for me, um, it was really sad. Yeah. Um, because I didn't know what was going on. The kids moved into our room and they slept on the floor. In our, you know, in our room. So we all kind of did this stuff together. Hunkered down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were just, it was kind of like, you know, we we didn't want to let anybody off the Titanic float. Mm. Like, like Rose let him go, but like we weren't, (laughs) I wasn't letting anyone go. Like we were all getting off, you know, together. And, you know, we did. Mm -hmm. And again, I think it all was just, I, you have to make a decision. Like, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do? Are you going to do this with as much, fight as you can, are you gonna, you know, everybody makes a different choice. I'm, I'm talking to, so I talk to a lot of cancer people now, Mm. like I haven't been able to go back to work. And so I talk to a lot of people who send me pictures of their boobs, (laughs) lots of (laughs) boob pictures, which one day I'm convinced is going to get me flagged for something, but that's a different story. Um, (laughs) we'll have you back on the podcast. Yeah, that'll be great. That's (laughs) super. And I'm like, I swear. Um, but like, she's only going to do holistic.
1: Hmm.
2: I don't think that's a great move. Mm-hmm. Sure. But so I'm trying to figure out how to, in a nice way, navigate, you know, those mm-hmm. words. But everybody gets to choose how they, you got to choose how you wanted to do your journey. <laughs>
1: right? You could just have that's her right. listen to this we, podcast yeah. and be you like, can, oh, there's and, and one there's part. There's another woman. There's just that, one yeah, where we all Jessica choose. Jenny shares her journey and it, it will, it,
2: and she was Songs fine. will be sung <laughs> about yes. this. Yes. The yeah. sun will come out again. Um, You know, I mean, it's, I, I thought a lot about death that I had never really mm. thought about. Um, it's Were you scared? Great, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm still scared. Um, yeah, I did not because of where I'm going. I know where I'm going. I know what awaits me. I don't want to miss it's just why I'm mm-hmm. scared about my kid going to college. Right. I am thrilled for her. I'm so excited. This is what we parents look forward to sure we, we to bring them in this world and then we set them off and free and mm-hmm. if they are good with going we did our job well right mm-hmm. but i don't want to miss a thing
0: yes and there is a level where um like obviously this world is temporal it is obviously our lives here are temporal um they're doesn't make a, there, it hurt less there, right and but also i would like to point out that That God created this world, Mm -hmm. He created these experiences, absolutely, and they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. Oh, Um, and and so this 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 broken world was still created by this gorgeous God, Mm -hmm. who there there is beauty for us to behold, and there are things that we can only do on this side of eternity. There are things we can only experience on this side of eternity, and they were gifts to us. Like so, it's so it is kind of it. I, I don't think it's really, um, or, or, or it feels like empty words when we just talk about like our future, like, right. uh, like mm-hmm. our, our eternity, because this, what th- this is a gift too, right? Mm-hmm. And, oh, it's
2: absolutely a gift. Um,
0: and it was created
2: by God to be and it was, enjoyed right. and experienced. Enjoyed an, yeah. And to, you know, I just think that we get in a habit of not enjoying and experiencing, mm-hmm. uh, enjoying all the experiences enough. We get so caught up in the the you know just the minutiae of day-to-day and the the little things the money the broken car the Mm -hmm. heat outside all Mm -hmm. the little things that we forget that this is a very temporary stopping you know stopping Mm -hmm. point and you know just try to enjoy it and that was I think for me the wake-up call I got I got a reset button in a way Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I didn't ask for and I didn't want it and i wouldn't wish it on somebody else but when it does happen i my first prayer is that they use it the way we have hmm. not and we didn't do it on purpose and i'm not saying we're heroes for doing it the way we did because we're I mean, not
0: i i but it's hard when you have well my when story, you had your story yeah, I, I guess hard. i see it, that it, I, I mean i yeah i know yeah, yeah, but you know what I, we can't all be heroes we but i think we you're kind all. of a hero jen <laughs> okay <laughs>
2: anyway but not compared to yours well uh, i mean
0: you know we like don't, don't be things. humble don't you be can humble. hold two things yeah. in that's right hands. they, they both can be both be true, true. you
1: okay. know i was i i followed a, a blog a while ago when blogs were more of a thing um and it was a, a lady that had cancer she was a believer and she said um, was it scamanda is that the blog? it was not she actually this lady okay. actually had cancer um and she knew it was terminal Mm -hmm. and she knew she was dying Mm -hmm. and they were, they had tried everything. It was done. Mm -hmm. And she said, um, to y'all's point, it it was kind of like your dad saying it's time to go home from a a party Mm -hmm. and you're loving the party and you're having fun at the party, but you also know that home is really, really good. You're just not quite ready to leave yet.
2: That's, that's for me. I think that's a perfect explanation because I'm again not afraid of dying. I know where I'm going. 100% confident of that, which that's a blessing in and of itself.
0: You'd just have FOMO. I mm-hmm. just
2: don't want to leave. I don't want to leave my husband. I mm-hmm. love him. I he's the he's the greatest mm-hmm. ever. And I don't want to leave my kids. I want to see what they're going to do mm-hmm. or what they're not going to do. Mm-hmm. And I just want to and I know that you know I would be able to watch them, but it'd be different. Mm-hmm. And I want to be in on it still. Yeah. Um,
1: so at this point in your life, mm-hmm. what's your big ask prayer?
2: Oh, gosh, I don't know if I have... You know, I don't have a big personal ask prayer because, I mean, for me... It got answered. It got answered. Mm-hmm. I'm here. And I just didn't think... There were a lot of days I really didn't think that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I again, I wasn't... Like, it just really wasn't looking so good. So I think it's here. I mean, I think for me the big ask i guess would just be that other people that go through this come out of it the way mm. because there's just such beauty in almost dying mm-hmm. <laughs> and in death too honestly sure um but in like getting almost there like you just like you know even going down to see um the the kids last week in jerusalem project i was like Oh my gosh it just changed everything my perspective on everything's different now if, if, you, if things feel more vibrant they feel, everything feels yeah just more like and i'm just i, I can't stop being thankful hmm. i'm just happy a lot
1: mm-hmm.
2: like again even when i'm complaining about the usually about the heat in the house and the heat outside i don't like the mm-hmm. heat but i am happy there's
0: something going wrong with your ac no or just, just with, no
2: with the world there's something going on with the world. The Texas world. Okay. The Texas thermometer is okay. ridiculous. But, but there is yes. a certain
1: but there is a certain gratitude. There is a certain is
2: perspective. An insane amount that you of gratitude can only have. I can't when you've explain been it. Through- I can't. I don't know how to explain it.
0: Well, I, 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 ex- I, I, um, I, 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 Maybe, can maybe she can. Ex- ex- I just, just write. Jess, book. can you explain <laughs> it better? <since laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah, doing a good job. I mean, I, I've got a little bit a taste of it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing a good enough job. No, you're doing great. No, the it's just so. Y'all being awesome is, I mean, being alive is so awesome. Being yeah. awesome is so awesome. It, is being awesome. alive is so awesome. And yeah. I just, it makes me so sad when people don't, you know, get to appreciate it mm. or get, I think one of the things that makes me really upset is when people get sick and get cancer and then they're pissed off.
1: They're just
2: angry. Mm. Hey, and I'm like, this isn't going to work for you. This isn't going to work. Yeah. You're wasting this thing. And Life so I is guess too that's short. probably my really big ask. It's just that, I wish people and my ask would be that somehow whatever their thing is, whatever their struggle, whatever their, anything, if they see that life is really pretty awesome,
1: mm-hmm.
2: even when it doesn't feel it, mm-hmm. even when it's not, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the other is just, I would hope that, you know, I mean, I know these are weird cause I'm not asking for me. I'm asking mm-hmm. like, That's okay. but that the world sort of like everybody just sort of realizes that the moment it can switch on a dime. Mm. So like, enjoy it. And if it's miserable right now, it'll be good again. Maybe not mm. tomorrow. Maybe it'll take seven days. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, I hope that you're doing better. I know that it's been a long ride, but you know, um, <laughs> you know, it's uh, <laughs> that
1: is such a laugh <laughs> trigger. For I mean, you. it's like That's over,
2: funny. but because it shouldn't be. It's oh, serious. how I suffered. It's serious. This is very serious for her. But I mean, I just, you know, it's just wild to me how so many, you know, it can't happen to me. It
1: can't, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. it can,
2: dude. It can happen to anybody.
1: Well, and I do remember you saying that last year when you and I spoke on the phone and you said, it is so important for me to encourage people also to advocate for themselves. You must. And to be aware that this could be true. This could be true for you. You must. And to, to pursue answers. And
2: do not be intimidated by medical world now also don't you know look at google and then maybe step away but Mm -hmm. also it can be beneficial Mm -hmm. and i do think that doctors are often and i don't mean this to sound as bad but i think they're often desensitized to the fact that there's a human behind it Mm -hmm. and that there's we're hanging on to every word they say Mm
1: -hmm. but
2: you know i mean i knew what something was wrong i mean with a
1: two percent chance there are exceptions to the rule
2: absolutely. And there's a lot of ladies that send me boob pics and, somebody's and they be, don't have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And somebody's got to be in the 2%. Mm-hmm. And I am convinced it's more than 2%. Mm-hmm. It's just not known mm-hmm. because again, not everybody's reporting it. And a lot of women unfortunately die before they know what it was. Because mm. again, you have to get cancer spreads fast of mm-hmm. any kind. So you have to get at it. If you get at it quickly, awesome. If you don't, then sometimes it, you know, doesn't work out, but I just, I mean, I'm just lucky to be, mm-hmm. not lucky, I don't I hate that word, but blessed to mm-hmm. be, you know, full of gratitude just mm-hmm. to be here. I didn't read your um,
0: responsive email to our questions. Which was rude. Mm-hmm. I, I but you had your own it. health struggles. I had so my own so I, I know, you were busy, <laughs> you were writing your own. No, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I, in fairness, that was in April and um, – and I'm a, and now I'm I, now I'm I'm here to tell the tale. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was today that I didn't read that email. Um, was there anything that you wanted to share that we haven't asked you about?
2: Seeing that I can't remember what I wrote on that, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we didn't read it, mm-hmm. um, I can't really think of anything that is glaring to me. But I can't again remember what I even said. Which is also part of the awesome cancer journey. You don't remember anything, well, you so did when a great something, job so when something's in the moment, yes. Yeah, so when something's really bad, guess what? You won't remember it in, in a minute anyway. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome that way.
1: That yeah. That, well, yeah. you are awesome. Well, and you're so sweet. I, Thank you. I I love the kind of wife you are. Thank you. I love you. the kind of mom that you are, and Thank I am so are. glad that you are here for that family of yours. Man,
2: not everybody gets this. Not everybody gets this life. Not everybody gets. The blessings we all
1: have—they,
2: mm-hmm. we just, you know—and I—I don't know the rhyme or reason. Um, I don't believe that we have a punishing God, and I don't believe we have one, you know, who sets out to make things harder for other people on a way that is cruel. Mm-hmm. But I do think that some of us are given these strange journeys that, if you take them the right way, they can really turn out to be the greatest thing.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, I um. I, I, I just, um, I love getting to know you. I love, um, that just the hopefulness that you mm-hmm. look at the world with yeah, now. Do.
2: Um, it even, is, it, even on bad days. Remind mm-hmm. me when we're like voting and certain days when I'm like, Oh, <laughs> this is all terrible. But I do, I'm full of hope. I think mm-hmm. this world, y'all, there's so many good people in the world. We just need to all remember that and be kinder to one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's great. Well, we sure love you, Jen Jen Frazier. We're so thank grateful you. Thank for, you for having me. Having. Yes, we are grateful for you. We're grateful mm-hmm. that you're still here. Um, and we just love, love getting to spend time with you. Yes. We're glad we get to do it again this year. Yes. Thank so, you so much. Thanks so much. And go to the
2: women's it. luncheon, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Are you,
0: and, and we'll talk later. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Table. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thank you guys so much for joining us on Embarrassment of Riches.